Hi everyone, welcome to the Dear Journey podcast. I am your host, Christine, and here on Dear Journey, we are sharing just that, our Dear Journey. Um, we are on a series called How Where I Live Has Changed Me. This is our very first series, and this is our very last episode, episode number four of this series. Um, we've talked about how we moved from New Jersey to Florida in a three-month um, span. We talked about how how it was growing up in Newark, New Jersey and living in the circumstances that I share with you. Our last episode last week was relaxing in Florida, coming from like a major rat race um, area, the tri-state area, and then moving to Florida and how different life is down here. And today, um, I'm sharing with you on this fourth episode, fourth and last, it's about flirting with the idea of actually moving back to Jersey. Um, as you can tell, my husband is not co-hosting with me today. Number one reason is because he tells me if you move back to Jersey, you're moving back by yourself, number one. And two, he's never leaving Florida unless like it's major. So um, next series I am really excited about is my curly hair journey. So if you're watching me on YouTube, you can see these curls are absolutely popping and they look amazing. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, head over to YouTube at youtube.com backslash Dear Journey. And you can see some visual of what I look like and what this curly hair journey is all about um, coming up in the next series. And just so you can see how what, what the Morel family looks like. Um, so let's get right into it. I hope you guys are having a great week. I am actually one day late at recording this podcast for you guys. And really, it's all because we've been working hard, giving you that crispy audio that you're listening to right now. And if you're watching me on YouTube, that crisp video. Um, it's been a long time coming. If you've been with us at Dear Journey for a while, we started this podcast in 2017 and actually took like about a year and a half break. And that's just because I was in my head. I was just too much mental blockage, too much going on at home. And just there was a big transition. If you were listening from the beginning, I told you that my husband and I were going through a separation. We were able to um, mend our relationship. And right now, as I speak to you, it's our two year anniversary of getting back together. He hates that I mentioned that. Um, and I think it's because he doesn't understand how drastic and traumatic that moment was because life was literally going to change a complete 180 degrees um, in, for me and almost, almost, just almost, my nightmare or the one thing I do not ever want is to have to raise my children by myself and give my children um, that kind of broken home upbringing that I went through. So yeah, it's been two years that we've mended our relationship. We are back together and just doing our best to be our best. And that's the best that we can do. Um, and finally, the podcast has been running faithfully every week. I've been giving you exactly what I'm telling you, even though if I'm a day late, I'm here and you're listening and I appreciate you. Um, and also, I hope that it encouraged you to know that you may not know how to do it and you may get discouraged, but get back on that horse and ride to the end because it is absolutely um, rewarding and it feels great to do the thing that you really want to do, even though you have, you know, hope and falls and failures.
get back on the horse um so let's get into the series episode four flirting with the idea of moving back so if you know us we are always talking about the amazingness of florida and how we have so much advantages of living in a state where it's hot most of the year that we have access to doing a lot of family activities being able to just chill and relax and live at a place in a place that people vacation so why would i flirt with the idea of moving back so i'm gonna tell you number one reason is because we are creatures of habit and i'm gonna try to say this word a couple of times so bear with me familiarity familiarity from familiarity no listen because of what we're familiar with i still can say the word you know forgive that uh hispanic accent so i can't say the word but we tend to go to the things that we are most familiar with so when you move to a brand new state and it has all these glorious advantages one of the disadvantages is that it's brand new and um for someone who grew up in newark all of my life i came from the dominican republic when i was little even though i went back to do kindergarten and visited every year my hometown my home was newark new jersey and um as bad as Nord can be or ha was back in the day, I'm sure it's getting much better every day or I would hope that it is. Um, it was my home. That's where I was comfortable. I knew all the back streets. I knew how to get around. Like I knew where what streets to go up, what streets to avoid. It was my home. It was literally all I knew um, or what I knew the most. And um, I would say more like North Nork, Bloomfield um, area. Like that was, I knew how to get around basically. And I knew how to get to other places. Like I wasn't always using GPS. So living in a state like Florida where you ne literally need to drive everywhere and there's like so many um, communities and not all the streets connect. You definitely need a GPS on all the time or a map to figure out like how to get to places and you know so that's number one is that i wasn't familiar to this place and although it had great amenities i live very close to all the malls all the stores um i am close to hospitals i'm close to highways i'm close i'm literally close to all the great things that makes life convenient but i didn't know anything so everything just felt so big and distant um, so that's the number one reason why I always flirt with the idea of going back, um, or why I flirted with the idea. Not, I don't still flirt with the idea. Although sometimes, you know, se me mete la chiripiolca. But anyway, I, um, that's the number one reason is that I'm, wasn't so familiar with this place. And I was like, oh my goodness, but like, how, how am I going to do when I'm in high school and, you know, she's hanging out with her friends and I don't know the back ends and streets and the, you know, like where she will be. But, you know, we're going to say no to fear and yes to faith that God will protect my children when the time comes for them to be, you know, delinquents. Not that I think that they will be, but, you know, teenagers are teenagers. Um, the second thing is my family is that I want, I always yearn to be close to my family so that's another reason why i flirt with the idea like it's almost like imagine if you win a million dollars or whatever the lottery 10 million dollars 
whatever you you have everything at your hands but you can't enjoy it with the people that you love it's kind of like well it's not as fun so that's one of the reasons why i flirted with the idea of going back um obviously we've been here almost four years we've actually been here three and a half years to be exact i don't know why dominicans do that right like or why us people do that that you know we're always oh yeah i'm about to i'm i'm like basically 32. no bro you're like 31 and a half that's me your birthday's not until october you're 31 and a half so i lived here for three and a half years not almost four years it's three and a half years um and we've been back to jersey i think a minimum of six times i can't tell you exact number because i'm not gonna sit here and think but i think it's about six um six times and every time we go back it's like mm, nah, thank god we live in florida mm, thank god we moved out but family is one thing that really is like a magnet that really makes me want to really consider do i want to enjoy all these by myself or rather just go back and be with my family and then i think about it you know i always say oh i want to be closer to my family i want to experience life with them i want my kids to experience life with their cousins and their family members but I have to remind myself, and I hope that you do this too, is that when you're in the rat race, when you live in a place where you're always working, you're working late, um, you're exhausted, you're tired, it's somewhat like an illusion for me. Like I say I want to go back and, and be with my family, but if I really remember it clearly, my family was always busy, you know, we only got together but so many times in a month um it wasn't like we were together every weekend every friday it wasn't like that you know we were always with family because like i told you in previous ep episodes we were the one going to the families and visiting them and making time to go see our family it wasn't like you know it was something that was orchestrated on its own so as much as I love family, I enjoy when they come visit us and I enjoy when we go visit them. And then we come back and we're home where, where we feel the most comfortable here in Florida. Um, another reason why I flirted is not having to, in a way, like start new. Like, like I said earlier, like I already knew Jersey. I already know the system. I already knew how things work, how the train works, how the bus works you know, how, how the roads work, how to drive, how to, like, I already knew the New Jerseyan or up North system. And here it's a completely new thing. You know, specifically where we live, we don't live in the downtown area or in the major city of Tampa, but like the bus barely passes. I, I think I've never really seen a bus. Um, there's bus stops, but I don't really see the buses. You know, you literally are in a car, the kids, you know, I, for me, it's a little sad, but like you see kids walking on the side of the the major road here. It's almost like a highway, but it's not it's just like a major road. It's almost like back home. It would be maybe like Bloomfield Avenue. No, not even Bloomfield Avenue. I can't explain it. It's it's a major road. Um, some of it doesn't have um, sidewalks. And like you see the kids walking in the morning to school. Um, so it's just a little bit different. You see a lot of kids at school bus stops that are being picked up, you know, six, seven, eight-year-olds that are walking to school to the to their or waiting around at the school bus 
stops so that they can get to school. So it's just a little bit different. The, the, the lifestyle is very different than what I was used to. So that was the reason why I flirted. I was like, you know, like I'd rather just live, you know, blocks away from the school system than having to put my kid on a school bus to get to school, you know, but it's just, we just tend to go to what we're familiar with. Um, one of the other major reasons why I flirted with the idea of moving back is loneliness. You know, um, I think it's one of the worst feelings to feel as a human is feeling lonely, like being surrounded by so many people and still feeling like alone. Um, and even though everyone always says, oh, at least you have your mom. She she literally lives in the same community as me. And we have, you know, we're walking distance. So but there's a loneliness where you literally are alone, like when um, I've always worked from home since I lived in Florida, you know, thank God I have not had to go into a space to work and leave the comfort of raising my children and, you know, taking care of them. I've always just worked from home where I had, especially Seba with me all the time. Um, but the loneliness that comes with not having like kind of like that adult interaction all the time and I mean that in, in every aspect. Like, yeah, I can go outside and talk to the neighbors because my neighbors are pretty friendly, but it's not the same. It's kind of like you literally have to introduce yourself to everyone. It's like, it's it can be exhausting, you know, where you're literally every time introducing someone to you, they're getting to know you, you're getting to know them. No one knows you, you know, like no one just gets you. No one just picks up on you you know I, I have my mom i have mel and i have ale my husband and then the kids so in the beginning it was really tough because it was really lonely it was like okay like yeah i can call but you know out of sight out of mind with family and friends so it was like we weren't before we had things that we can relate with but you know then life happens and there's not that rel relatability when you're so far away from someone um, almost I'm assuming what happens in long distance relationships. So that was something that was major for me is the loneliness. And, and it made me think like, like I was saying earlier, like, well, maybe what's the point of enjoying this great life here if I'm doing it all by myself, but there is a blessing in that mess. Like, and the blessing or the message in that mess, I really had to be alone with myself. Like I literally had to listen to all the thoughts. I couldn't just, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. Oh, I'm gonna go do something. No, like I literally had to be by myself and get to know myself. And I think that in the time of um, moving here and getting to know myself, that was the breakthrough that I've always needed. And I don't think that you understand until you go through the breakthrough how necessary it is, but being alone causes you to see yourself. Like you literally have to realize, okay, this person doesn't know me. They're about to get to know me. And the things that you think are not you like, oh, it's just my environment. No, it's, it has become you. Like you have to change those things. So it was a very, it was an amazing learning curve. Um, I listened to Jada Pinkett Smith at the Red Table Talk a lot. And one of the things she says is that she could feel, she can feel herself melting. You know, a lot of that kind of 
for myself, it would be like a lot of the anger, a lot of the, you know, childhood experiences, a lot of the things that um, you're kind of exposed to when you're in an urban environment. Just a lot of the things that your surroundings kind of make you go through. Not necessarily that everybody goes through it because like everything that you go through, everybody doesn't experience it the same way or experiences those things because your environment absolutely determines that. I don't know if that makes any sense, but anyway, I hope that if the message is for you that you're getting it. But my point is, is that being alone caused me or feeling that loneliness caused me to be alone with myself and really get to know myself, really get to to understand who I was, why I was that way, um, what I liked and didn't like about myself and how to work on those things. Um, and the number one thing is I do not like I don't like being alone. Now, three and a half years later, I can tell you is because I think that I have so much to offer and have experienced so much that it's kind of selfish to be alone and not be in the presence of others who are looking for a breakthrough like I was looking for. You know, that just goes to per with, you know, what I believe my purpose is in life, you know, aside from being kind to others and loving others and being gentle, understanding others is everything that we go through, we don't go through it to just for ourselves and only for our breakthrough. I think the more that we share, I've shared this before, the more that we share, the more the more people we help. And that's just one of the reasons why I don't like to be alone. My other thing is that I learned my triggers. Like once you are alone for so long that once you become come into the presence of other people, you start to understand your triggers and you st start to understand if you're in tune with yourself, you start in your alone time to ask what caused that trigger, you know, what can I do to maneuver through that tri trigger and not just kind of like spaz or shut down. And energies, you, you really get to choose who you're going to share yourself with, you know, what energy you're going to allow in and out because alone time is really, really necessary. So the loneliness turned to a lesson. It caused me or forced me to be alone with myself and then it then taught me how all those things are necessary, but I also recognize that I don't like to be alone. Um, I like to be in the presence of others and share. Like I just, that's why I started the podcast. And also it helped me to forgive a lot of the things that I've been, you know, holding deep in, you know, and that I'm not obligated to do the things that I don't want to do. You know, I'm not obligated to be a specific type of person because of my environment. And, you know, it's a, I understand that it's a privilege to feel what I feel now. Like I can say that I know what happiness is. It feels great, you know, and I have days where I don't feel happy. Yesterday was one of those days for me, but we have to learn to cope. Being alone with yourself, feeling those emotions, like really, the emotions are great, feel them, and then know how to heal them. Another reason why I flirted with the idea of moving back to Jersey is because I felt like I made a mistake. I really did. I felt like my desire for something different, it was the desire was so strong that we took all the measures 
to move to to Florida. I mean, we were very drastic, and you know, my my sister in law always says, "I'm not crazy like you guys." You know, I'm not gonna do it like you guys. And at first, I used to trigger me like what do you mean like you guys i just really had a strong desire to get out of where i was and now i understand that i i wanted a change so bad that i was willing to do it at any cost and the cost could have been you know we we sold and gave away a lot of our furniture so because we were so drastic when we moved to florida like you know we were without a couch for a while until we bought a new one and that was those were sacrifices we were willing to deal with and and it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone else will do it you know so extreme and drastic and crazy like us but that's why i i started to maybe think like did i make a mistake you know like did i want it so bad that maybe i was a little bit too intense but nah i didn't but that was one of the reasons why I thought, well, maybe I want to move back, you know. Um, I thought moving to Florida was one, it is one of the best decisions that we've made. I mean, we have great friends here. You, We have a better life here. Um, my husband and I's relationship, although we went through that really bad, rocky separation, our relationship is very strong now. And... You know, last night we we sat down and we're taking some drinks or we took some shots. I'm going to just be honest. And, you know, we were just talking and we're grateful for all of the mistakes and ups and downs that we've had because we know that this is what we want. You know, like sometimes you have to go through the toughness, like you have to go through the hard hurdles to get to that place that you want to go to and I think you know if you've been listening to my podcast that's my goal with your journey is that we inspire you we motivate you we encourage you to take the necessary steps to live your dream life and it's going to be hard like it's not going to be easy you know if it were easy everybody would be living their their dream life everybody will be living the life that they've always wanted but it takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot of hard decisions. It takes a lot of sacrifice. Like that's the perfect word. And for us, you know, for me, I flirted with the idea of moving back because I thought, you know, was I too drastic? Because it was something new, because it wasn't something that I was familiar with, because no one in our family have been so drastic like we were that I thought, well, did I make a mistake? You know, am I going to ruin the path of life because I ran away, ran away into my dream without maybe doing what other people would do, you know, quote unquote responsible people. But the reality is that you have to live life for you. Like you literally have to do what's going to work for your family, um, for your situation, for your bank account, for your past decisions like you know no one has the right answer and it's not a one size fits all so whatever it is that you're going through in life today and whatever hard decision you're having a hard time making like just know that it's your decision it's your life you have to live the the consequence of your decision no one else is going to do that so 
Who cares what others may say? Who cares how others may judge you? You know, or or not who cares? Why should you care? You know, if if in our case, you know, I'll give you a, a, ba- a little bit of a backstory. When I had my daughter, I was extremely embarrassed. Like, so embarrassed, so much so that I would stay away from the people that I love the most because I was embarrassed of what they would say about me because I was young, because I wasn't married, um, because... I didn't do it the way that they thought I would should have done it. And what it caused me to go through is just like a complete shutdown. And although those ha- may have been my own insecurities, um, when we care so much about what other people think about us or would say about us, we project our own insecurities on them. And, and as the four agreements says, like, don't take it personal somebody may be judging you not necessarily because of the decisions you're making but maybe because of an insecurity they have about themselves and maybe it's just they're saying something to you because hurt people say hurt people hurt people not necessarily because it's not necessarily because of the decision that you're taking so i am extremely proud of myself for not indulging in the flirtation or in the flirtatious um, time in my life when I thought about moving back to Jersey because the big the biggest mistake we can make is not following through for our own dreams. Like we've always wanted to leave Jersey. Why why would I think that this is a mistake? Unless I was thinking about what other people thought or my own insecurities like this is the dream i wanted and we got it why would i move back to a place that i worked so hard to move out of so um yeah and and so those are the reasons why i flirted with the idea of moving back so being familiar not being familiar with florida and the ins and outs how the system is how the school system works how teenagers where they go you know because i have children not knowing um just how to get around how to market myself how the people are from down here um but i'm glad that i got over that you know three and a half years later um i've joined a mastermind class that i was not necessarily looking for uh physically but it was something that mentally i put out there that i wanted like Things that I wrote down, I want to be part of like-minded people. And, you know, because God is so amazing at orchestrating um, life, I was at a post office doing my business and I had so many packages going out that day that the person approached me and said, hey, listen, would you like to be part of my mastermind? Um, You look like a person who's doing really well in entrepreneurship and you know that solved my not being familiar with the florida system and that person has put me in contact with all kinds of people from all walks of life because of that mastermind because of um that type of environment being part of people who are just inspired to do better um 
two, wanting to be part of my family. That was one of the reasons why I flirted with the idea of moving back. And, you know, when we moved down here the very first month, we had so many people from Jersey come visit us. We've been able and have the privilege and honor to go back and visit our family and have people here in our house and host people here in our own home. Um, and we live so close to Miami. Three For us, it's cl so close, three hours away, where we can go see a family member um, that we have there to kind of feel that, you know, um, closeness to home. And, you know, we've had people travel to Miami that we would go visit them and vice versa, you know. And we've also had people who have been literally in our backyard and have not reached out to us who are family members. And that's okay. Like, the third, re you know, one of the other reasons, the loneliness, it really, really causes you to, like, analyze all the things that you, that sometimes are imaginary and some things that are real. You know, like, I love my family. I love that we're such a close family. But if I really think about it, and I'm, I'm talking about, like, my mom's side, my Ascona family. Like, we are super close when we're together. But when we're not in each other's presence, the the closest is not there. It's not as close as I would, I imagine it to be in my head, if that makes any sense. So, I think going through a lonely the lonely phase and being alone with yourself, you really, really get to... Um, just be honest with yourself, you know, like, and and not live kind of like in a fantasy life. You literally see your life for what it is, who you are, like I said earlier. And that's really important. It causes you to really analyze what life has been, what life is, and where you want your life to go. And, 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 and hopefully in the most healthiest way, it doesn't cause us cause us to fall into a depression that we can't get out of um so yeah so those are the reasons why i have flirted with the idea of going back to new jersey um and i'm proud to say that i'm not going back to jersey you know unless it has been god sent that we need to move back to new jersey we're here like you know we're we've have a foundation here we have friends we have family here and we're comfortable, you know, we're, we are content that where life has brought us. We are not in drama. Um, we are not in the rat race and, you know, we're chugging to that dream life every day. Like we, we are living our dream life in the sense that we're living in the place that we've always wanted to live in somewhere that was hot, tropical, you know, where we have, um, the opportunity to do a plethora of things here where we live. Um, and the next thing is, you know, the financial part of the dream where we want to be able to, to be comfortable, be able to pay our bills, be able to save and be able to spend without depending on the next check, you know? So that's, that's the next step of the dream. And, you know, I know that we're not the only one but we are slowly on that track because we believe that we are destined for greatness and we believe that we should be the lender and not the borrower. borrower. You know, we, we believe that we were made to be above where we are now. So yeah, so I hope that this podcast has encouraged you, that it motivates you and inspires you to 
do your best you know if you're if your dream is to live in a different state or to be right where you are i would encourage you to um analyze yourself analyze who you are where you came from you know and what you want to be who do you want to be and i think those are important so that you can get to the next level um i am so so excited for the next series i'm going to be talking about my curly hair um and the reason why that's going to be our next series is because if you follow me on instagram at christine's dear journey i talk about how um how i haven't always loved my curly hair i had didn't always know how to do my hair and now i literally love my hair it's part of who i am um but it is not everything so if you are curly hairs listening to me um stay tuned for the next series and if you're not a curly girl listen out because i give tips on how just to take care of yourself i talk about self-love so obviously i'm not literally you're listening to the podcast i can't show you my curly hair that's definitely going to be for the youtube portion of it but I talk about how loving what is part of you, something that, yeah, you can dye it, yeah, you can cut it, but the more that you embrace who you are for who you are and what you have, um, that type of love is, it opens doors to so many other things when you are just grateful for how you have been made. It's, it's definitely something that is to be experienced by all people, not just curly girls. So I can't wait to share with you guys. I believe that's going to be a three-part series, three-episode series, not four. And let's see where life takes us. Until next time, I hope that life is treating you just the way that you want it. Um, and I mean that that you, you take the necessary measures to live your dream life. So life can only give you what you put out. So make sure that you are staying positive, that you are feeding yourself positivity, that you are changing your mind every day or renewing your mind every day to live the life that you've always dreamed of. Thank you guys. And until next time, bye.